Hey, it's Dan here. If you want to hear this episode of the Backchat Podcast without ads and get extra content that no one else gets, head to backchatstudios.com.au where you can sign up as a patron and access all of our bloody good merch. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. We told you we weren't coming back this week. We were going to have a break, but we're here. Don't call it a comeback. <laughs> back, chat, back. All right. All right, we're back. Um, we on, Honestly, we just wanted to do one. Yeah. I, I just didn't see the point of having a break. No. You texted me today, we're doing it, and I was like, all right, <laughs> let's go. <laughs> we're doing it. <laughs> you also said you haven't seen your family for five days, and I said, <laughs> I don't care. We have a podcast to bring to the people. Yeah. This is what we do for the people. So thanks, Dan's partner, Beck. We yeah. appreciate it. Um, hello, everyone. Back chat 2.0. Will Schofield, Dan Const. Hello. Um, no Charlie tonight. No. I believe, look, I believe, and I am yet to receive proof, Charlie is down at the, maybe down at the Subiaco hole, uh, hotel. Yep, bit of a hole. Couple no, it's of, actually good these days. A couple of beers down there for Charlie. Couldn't quite make it tonight, but that's okay. We'll we'll deal yeah. with that. It was a last minute thing, and you know what happens? There's not many reasons why I feel like Charlie would say no to a podcast. Mm. I reckon one might be a girl. Yeah, I thought I did <laughs> say to him, "What's her name?" That was yeah, 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 that's okay. Tell Charlie you with the boys. Charlie's not here, but we have been doing what we said we'd be doing. We we are planning some new stuff for. I guess what's the off season, right? There's no mm. footy left. That's okay. We can we can branch out. But you know what? Backchat has no off season. That's correct. So we're going to keep Backchat rolling. Um, I think we're 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 pivoting, pivot, pivot. We're pivoting into. <laughs> uh, it's not friends. It's Ross. No, not a friends guy. Seinfeld. No, no. I think Kay. you made that both figuratively and literally. You are not a friends guy. You what? You what? You don't watch Friends. I don't like it. It's not good. Six white middle-aged people making bad jokes to one another in a, an apartment in New York yeah, that they like can't afford. Like every sitcom that ever exists. Not that's like Seinfeld. Yeah. That's four white people. Okay. Yeah, We're off. Still on. Okay. Yeah, sorry. I what were we saying? We're, we're going to do more interviews, right? We, we spoke about this last week. Um, big news. We've lined up an interview for next week. Huge. First. Oh, well, I, I've been spending a lot of time thinking, well, who's our first one off the rank going to be? Mm. Like, you can't just have... You know, some some random, I don't know, superstar. Are like you a, forgetting someone? You can't have a Bogut or a Ricardo type setup. Mm, which or, we will have. Although we could get them. Yeah, and they will be here eventually. But Got you, me thinking, like, 
who have we been speaking about this year on the podcast? Like, it's got to be relevant. You can't just mm. go interview. We don't. We don't really want to go and interview Josh Kennedy, Nick Dananui. Yeah, I mean, we can get them. It's yeah. easy. We can call them right now. I've got something special for you, back chat listeners, and mm. it should be relevant. If you've been listening all year, this should be exciting for you. Do you want to, you can you can announce who it is? Dan? Th- we're gonna call Dino again. Is that right? <laughs> <laughs> no, bigger than bigger than Dino somehow. Oh, pretty big deal. Um, does Tom Morris? Yeah, Tom mean Morris. Anything we've to landed you? him. We've landed the big fish, Tom Morris. Yeah, we're the gonna big bass. We're gonna hit him first with the Premiership Cup story, and yeah. we're gonna we're gonna hear him about his journalistic integrity. Because that's really what was at question at the end of 2018. Yep. Tom Morris, a big Melbourne fan. Do you know that? Big Melbourne Demons no, fan. I didn't know. No. So I didn't really know that either, but it puts everything into great perspective. And to uh. why it was even better in 2018, mm. when he wrote that article about West Coast and wrote them completely off and said they were absolute junk. Yep. Which I may or may not have done to Melbourne this year, but... Tom Morris did that to West Coast, and that's why we spoke about him on the pod. And it must have hurt a lot in 2018 because Melbourne Demons were going quite well that year, had a couple of good first-up finals, and then got spanked in a prelim. By who? By the West Coast Eagles. Oh, yeah. That's correct. So we've got Tom Morris on next week. We're going to chat to him about that incident and about uh, some late-night pictures he may have been receiving from the playing group at West Coast with the Premiership Cup. We'll have a chat to him about that, but I'm actually keen to chat to him about all things kind of AFL media and see how he does things, see if he has, you know, moral lines between personal and I'm sure a lot comes across his desk. And yep. uh, I've got a few questions for Tom. I'd love, him, I'd love him to break something for us as well. Oh, it's breaking, trade period. Breaking news. Trade and period. he is he he often does you know half time Channel Seven they cross soon. Well, he's a, he's a big deal in the yeah, AFL footy landscape. Yeah, like he's usually got something to say. Something on the, on the couch they bring in Tommy for he, he mm-hmm. gets a good three minutes on there. I reckon. Yeah. Uh, talking about trade period. Mm-hmm. Let's not talk about that. No, let's not. We, you and I, as we, like I said, we've been thinking about ways to sort of keep this going. Right. We we don't want to just stop. We don't want to just start talking about cricket. We're not going to do that. <laughs> We're not going to do cricket. I'll time that well. We want to We want to do interviews, right? Yeah. But trade period is happening in the AFL. So should we talk about trade period? Well, the only take I do want to have on trade period yes. um, is a bit of an intertwined with Media Watch. Mm, so that's I, right. We haven't had a good go at Media Watch for a little while now. No. But this may or may not be... We started be, pretty hot with it. We did. But this may or may not be... The, the biggest and baddest media watch of the year. To the point where I actually said to you, are we sure this is real? Because I, it was I'm not. I'm, I said I am, but I'm not. But I'm going to talk about it anyway. One of, them, one of the things we're going to talk about is definitely real because the AFL tweeted it. This, this actually sums up trade period for me. This, okay. is what, this is actually what it is right now. And it pisses me off. I, I couldn't hate trade period more. Mm-hmm. I understand what why it's turned into what it is, which is a monetized two week period where uh, Sports Entertainment Network (SEN) they run Trade Period Radio um, yep. Network, and they run that pretty much twelve hours a day. They need content to talk about, so you can't just sit there for twelve hours a day and talk about things that are happening. You yes. need to speculate, and yeah. you need to bring rumors into the mill, mm-hmm. and you need to talk about you them. Need to pedal them. <laughs> yep. Well. Listen to this. Matt Rendell um, used to work for Collingwood. I think he, was, he wasn't list manager. He was recruiting manager. Uh, he's been sacked. Pro- probably, um, probably a good reason why off the back of these. 
You, you want to take the honours or, or, or myself for this? Um, no, yeah, you, this is literally <laughs> one of the most... Dis- I'm scared like, about reading it because I'm so fearful that it, this can't be real. This is quoted. Okay. Matt Rendell. Okay. Which one are we going to start with? I'll, 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 I'll start with this one. Okay. Right. So this is talking about the West Coast Eagles, right? Something relevant to a lot of our listeners, Western mm. Australia here. Um, it probably backs up the fact that a lot of Victorian and Eastern State commentators and... Uh, people that are in the media over there don't have a great idea. Matt Rendell's probably at the top of that pile off the back of this. I'd take the West Coast Eagles captaincy off of Hearn and give it to Shuey for a year and then to Yo. Okay, so this is his tweet. Uh, sorry, this is what he no, said. This is a sorry. conversation. Yeah, yeah. This is verbatim. Okay. I'd take the West Coast Eagles captaincy off of Hearn, give it to Shuey, and then to Yo. Damien Barrett, his co-host, then says, Shuey is the captain now. Yep. Right, so Shevin Hearn, not the captain. Rendell, oh, well, then just give it straight to Yo then. Take it off, Shuey, and give it straight to Yo. How's that for some analysis and, analysis and um, you know, of our of West Coast Eagles list? If he doesn't even know who the captain is. He's then backed that up with, mm. if I was Melbourne, so if I was West Coast, I'd be giving it to Yo. Which, if, do you want me to get into that a little bit? Elliot Yo's barely been in the leadership group. Right. Great player. Yep. Best and Ferris, dual best and Ferris winner. Best and Ferris winner in premiership year. Yo, he's not a captain. Okay. I'll just tell you that right now. If you ask anyone around the AFL, they'll know that too, other than Matt Rendell. So the target's right on you, you absolute spudler. If I was Melbourne, this is from Matt Rendell as well, I'd be handing the captaincy over to Jake Lever. Then he's handing it over to Petrarca a year later. Then Oliver. Then Brayshaw. I don't understand the... The ro- like, why are you rotating through captains? Blokes are literally sitting around in a room going, what on earth can we talk about? I've been that guy before, right? Producing radio programs. <laughs> this show. When no- yeah, with this one. No. When nothing is going on and you're, you're there, you have a little editorial meeting in the morning and you're like, what are we going to talk about? There's nothing. This brings me back to what I want to do with Backchat and we're going to do it. We've been speaking about it off air. We speak about it every time we're together. I'm actually sick of the coverage of AFL. I'm sick of how it's covered. Mm. It's because it's like that. Now, Matt Rendell, that's a that's an exi- that's a, that's a high level example of absolute inadequate inadequacy. Inadequate. <laughs> <laughs> I'll I'll give it to you one more time. Inadequacy. Inadequate. <laughs> Forget it. Just move on. It's inadequate. Yeah. <laughs> nice. His chat is inadequate. Like yes. the the way he. I mean, it flows across all mediums. It flows from TV mm-hmm. to radio to print. It's it's there for everyone to see. There's no insight. That's not insight. That's just making things up. That's picking a few players off a list and going, you know what, just give him the captaincy. Yeah, we'll be good to go. There's nothing behind it. There's nothing at all. It's making things up without even the right knowledge. I think Backchat's in a real position to offer some insight. We're going to put some. We're going to put a program together for you over the next couple of months that I think you're going to be very excited. But while we're doing that, we'd like to start interviewing a few people. So yes, we're starting with the big fish. We're starting with Tom Morris. Mm. But who, who, who do the people want to hear? That's what I want to know. Yeah, I um, you know, I've got people that I want to hear from, but that's just me. And if it was just a podcast about who I want to hear from, then mate. That's not the people's podcast. So instead of social media this week, we're going to chuck up a post and I want you to put, I want our listeners to drive this just like social media. I want you to let us know who you want to hear us talk to. Mm. Um, look, I'm going to say it'd be a little preference on WA-based talent because I like getting in front of people and having discussions. Yeah. But 
you know what? It doesn't really matter. If you want to hear from people over the eastern states, maybe they've got a bit of time on their hands. They're still locked down over there in Melbourne. Yep. Let us know who you want us to speak to. Outside um, of Australia, even. doesn't matter. You say them. We, we'll, we we'll, speak them. We'll talk them. <laughs> Another great segment name. Um, before we move on to some some... Great input from our listeners. I wanted to just touch on another topic. Now, we spoke about it for the last couple of weeks, vaccination in players mm. and how that's going down. So mm-hmm. there was some news last week that in Melbourne specifically, the Melbourne government, um, sorry, the Victorian government has given a mandate that uh, all, basically all applicable workers must be double dose vaccinated in order to go back to work and that will include AFL players. So... Basically, what that means is all Victorian teams have got to have at least their first dose in the next couple of weeks. And by the end of November, they've got to be double dosed, all vaccinated in order for them to complete preseason. Now, what that's going to mean in the AFL is the AFL is a Victorian based system. They don't care about Western Australia or South Australia or any other state for that matter. They're going to want a level playing field across the line where everyone's the same as Victoria. So across the AFL, very soon, I'm thinking they're going to be rolling out, you must be double vaccinated, Mm -hmm. um, double dosed, or you cannot be in the facility to train. Right. I think think there will be some issues with that. I I, I don't know if all players have adopted the vaccination process and whether that's anti-vaxxers or what's the, what's the, like, people that are, like, scared of it but aren't anti, like... Anti-curious or something. I don't know. <laughs> no, they're they're just scared. I think right. that's it. Yep. So th- I think there will be players like in society that a hundred percent of people won't want to get vaccinated. Uh, that's what I'm thinking. So I think it's going to create some issues over the next couple of months. Mm-hmm. What what do you what do you think of that around athletes getting vaccinated? Yeah, well, like it's across other leagues as well now. Isn't mm. it? So the NBA's had this right at the moment because they're about to start preseason, and a lot of teams have had media days where you know. Yeah, you know, they get the uniforms on, take photos, they get interviewed by all the journos. And there has been a couple of cases recently, Bradley Beal from the um, Washington Wizards, um, who's sort of spoken out about being vaccinated. Um, another guy from Orlando, Jonathan Isaac, I believe his name is. And also um, Andrew Wiggins, who plays for the Golden State Warriors. So he's he's come out and said, uh, Wiggins has said, I'd, I'm not going to get vaccinated, don't want to. I'd done my research. I don't think we need to. Um, I believe Wiggins has had COVID in the past. So he's saying well, there's no need. And Brad, someone like Bradley Beal has come out and said, well, you know, people are getting um, COVID anyway, even though they're vaccinated. What's the point? You know, like, so people have had different reasons why they don't want to do it. Um, but today it came out that Andrew Wiggins has now been vaccinated because they said, all right, you won't be playing in any home games. Or paid. Yeah, you won't be paid. So you're not going to get paid for your home ga- the home games which you weren't about to play, and then so he's today said, well, it was either not get vaccinated or not play basketball. Mm. So uh, and then he said, I hope I just I don't like something bad doesn't happen in ten years time. So like, I don't think we should like. It doesn't really matter what you think about the vaccination, but in terms of in terms of how that'll actually affect teams, I I think it'll have a decent effect. I think there'll be players around the AFL that do the same thing, whether that's because of the same way the Americans are looking at it. Because you've got to remember over there, they've pretty much adopted COVID. Like, they're just living with it. That, yep. It's a it's open slather over there. Most people have had it. Yeah, which is not the same as here. 
yeah. um, especially Western Australia. Sorry, not most people have had it. That's wrong. Most people either have had it or know someone like their mates had it. Yeah. Here, I actually, I don't know anyone in Perth. I can't name a friend or a relative or anyone who's had COVID. I think it'll be really interesting to see, not really specifically which players do and don't. Like, I don't really care. Like, people mm. can do whatever they want, but it'll create issues. Yeah, how the AFL handle it. Yeah, like like when we went into hubs last year um, or the year before, I was kicking up a stink, right? Because pretty much I was getting paid – well, not pretty much. I was getting paid below a, a JobKeeper wage. Yeah, right. And I was running two businesses, had my family here. And I was like, I don't really want to go interstate for three months and be away from my family and not get paid any money. Like, yeah. I don't really want that to happen. It's going to be the same conversation with this vaccination. Whatever your reasoning is, like – you and I can't really question it. We're not doctors. We don't really know what we're talking about. It's just opinions. But if they do question it, it's going to create issues and people are going to be covering it pretty heavily in the media. Mm. And um, and they won't stop at naming people. Yeah. You know, if certain players, they will, they, just like the NBA have done, There's a there is probably five or ten targets in the NBA, which everybody knows these people don't want to get vaccinated and they, yeah. One thing I did want to touch on that I did just remember that I, I hadn't brought up with you before we went on this. Did you have you followed it all um, in the NRL? Um, some Melbourne Storm players they got knocked out in the prelim. Mm-hmm. Video came out. Um, there was lines of white powder. Uh, there was um, was Melbourne, it a playing card? I don't know. There was a playing card. There yep. was another one of a player holding a bag with white powder in it. Yep. Let's not speculate, but also like it's pretty evident what's going on. Yeah. Are we idiots? No. Are, we, are we stupid? No. So we know what's happening. Um, Cam Munsters has been fined thirty thousand dollars. They've all been they've all been banned for at least one or two weeks of next season. Yep. A bunch of guys underneath Cam Munster have been fined a bunch of different fines. I think someone has to do twelve months of education. So Cam Munsters just checked himself into four weeks of rehab. Effectively, um, he's come out and said that they spoke about that today. My whole my first reaction. This may, I don't know if this is funny or if this is sad or if this is wrong or right. My first reaction was, I wonder who took that video. That's literally the first thing I was thinking of. And if, I'm almost certain that if what was going on was what what was going on, they would know everyone that was sitting in that room. Exactly what I was thinking. So they know exactly who took that video. Yep, there was four, there was probably five or six people in the room and there's one person sitting in the corner. They would know who that person was. One, how does that video get get out? Two, it's out. I wonder what the conversation was between those guys. (laughs) I don't need to wonder. No, it would have been brutal. Because that's what I was thinking about today. I was literally sitting at my desk and I've got a little TV on my desk that has the news running all the time. And that video got played quite a few times because it was in the news. And all I could think of was, it's so obvious who took that video. Like, I don't know, obviously, but they You do. see, like, their legs sitting in there. Like, they, yeah, they would know They're sitting exactly. in a position in the room. All I can think of is that they thought, this is brilliant. Like, I'm with a few boys. They're doing some drugs. I put it on my Instagram story. Like, maybe my close friends. Or I send it to one person. Gone. Just, just to show them. Gone. Just, just a bit of a flex. Yeah, you're going to a big dog. It bit wasn't of, a player. Do you reckon it was a mate? I reckon it was, I reckon like, it was a mate. A, I reckon mate it was a, a mate. Player. I think it was a mate of a player because he was being a big doc. He was showing he was it was a big flex. Another player wouldn't be dumb enough to sh- send that video to. So they've been charged with um, bringing the game into disrepute. Yes, which I feel is a it's a very broad label, right? Mm. That it's it's almost like, look, you weren't doing 
something you didn't murder someone and we can't charge you with murder and you didn't there was there was no drug taking um evident no there's drugs on the table and you're holding a bag of white powder that's bringing the reputation of this league into disrepute and that can be kind of thrown at anything you can kind of throw that over any actions really yep is it right to ponder from my point of view if that's a good or a bad thing or you know where does that sit in society should players be held to a higher account does you know is that a regular thing that happens across people's age groups from 18 to 32 across australia is it something that people are truly shocked at is it something that actually brought the game into disrepute are they all questions i should be asking uh i mean you can ask them i think the whole players holding to a different account thing like what do you think about that you're a member of the public I just think I, I assume that if video was leaked about me of me doing that, my employer would probably they'll probably I've probably in my contract somewhere they would find a way to terminate my. What contract. about what about a what about a plumber? Like a self-employed plumber. What about someone who works for a big company, a plumber? Yeah, but they're probably not they're not abiding by those rules because they haven't agreed to them. I'm sure in their contracts right. they've agreed to the fact that they will be right. upstanding citizens in public. Right. So that's that that's comes back to like what if you've agreed to the rule, don't break it. Then don't don't complain. Well, like, well, why are we held as we're not any different to the other people? Well, no, you've agreed to living and playing in a in a league that probably has policies in place. Yeah. So you've signed a contract that's a part of your agreement. And yeah. It doesn't matter like if you think it's like, well, everyone else is doing it. It doesn't matter. You've agreed. You've, you're making money to do something and you've set, uh, you agreed to policies. I like that. You like <laughs> I really like that reasoning. That's, uh, my, that's my, black my and question, white. That's my, the black and white reasoning. My questions are like genuine. Like, I, yeah, yeah. I, uh, I don't know the answer to these. I, yeah. Yeah. I, I, I don't think it's black and white, but I like what you've had to say. No, I'm, I'm saying my logic is black and white. Yeah. Because I'm, you know me, I love a rule. I love to, you know. <laughs> and stickler. That's the thing. Like, if you've agreed to a certain set of rules then and you break them, then don't cry foul. Like, well, no, this is unfair I, I because this is how think, every I other 25-year-old acts. I would think that bringing the game into disrepute probably is quite broad. Is probably what I'm asking. It's like, yeah. in the <laughs> contract, does it say, I will not be videoed with drugs on a table? I will not be in a room where other people are doing drugs. Like, there's no there's no proof of anyone doing drugs in that room. No. Just drugs lying on a table. Let's be honest, though, and I don't know how cross-code you feel about this, but rugby, NRL, uh, whatever it's called, the Rugby Union League, Why the players are always in the shit. Yeah. They're constantly doing dumb stuff. Yeah. And I'm not saying AFL players don't, because yeah. they do it as well. Yeah. But why is it that every time I look at the news that there's a player doing something well, dumb? Well, like, like, take it away from drugs, right? The, so earlier on, they're all in lockdown and a whole bunch of players from one of the rugby league teams, the team <laughs> escapes me, had like a huge party. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> had a huge party. There was that guy who was meant to be in lockdown and he was filming doing TikTok videos with those four girls. <laughs> like, yeah, but okay, this, is what I'm, this is what I'm saying there. Like, <laughs> yes, they're held to a higher account. Yes, they've signed a contract. I won't do these things. But they are also just human beings. Like, they're not... They're not actually special. Signing the contract, I agree, is an agreement, and you like you sign on the dotted line. Like that's what you're signing up for. But you still can't change the fact that these people are just people. They're just yeah, kids. some of them are just yeah. kids. They're 21, they're 22. Yep. Yeah, they're maybe more educated, but also like the pressure's higher. They're making they're they're high risk takers, sports mm. people. Like 
That's how they're wired. And so you can't change that either. So it's constantly running a fine line. I don't know why rugby seems to be stuffing up more than AFL. I would say it's pretty prevalent across the AFL too. But do, do you, like when you see, let's say you're in the, you know, when you were playing and like you're at the club and news comes out that, you know, an NRL player has done something else. Are you like, oh, it's a classic, those rugby boys. Like, I don't know. Is it no, I, my instant feelings are, oh, I feel sorry for them. Yeah, that, that's that's I don't I don't yeah no it I, is it is a, it is a shame that when they stuff up they stuff up publicly and everyone knows yeah. and the same uh, mistakes made yeah. by normal people wouldn't be magnified and be, yep. you know, wouldn't be having this conversation. Yep. All right, no social media this week. Very disappointing day for the podcast. Look, I didn't want to leave you guys hanging and have no podcast at all, but we may as well have. With no social media, I mean, really, what are you guys even listening to? Oh, I'm going, man. I'm out. <laughs> but it's okay. Mm. You send it, we read it. It's the backbone of society. Oh, geez, it's been good to us as well. Social media might be the um, the trophy, the, the, the sparkling, glaring trophy that yeah. everyone looks at. Yeah. But you send it, we read it, is the cave that holds that trophy in place. It's the poor man's social media. <laughs> oh, come on. Um, we got one here from Benjamin Fletcher. We got some emails this week. We appreciate it. G'day, guys. Ben here. Thank you. Long time listener, first time contributing anything to the podcast. Good, Ben. No, he's done nothing other than this email. We love that. Yep, you've taken the next step. Just wanted to reach out and let you know I was the bloke who gave my praises of the podcast to Dino at Padbury no. BP. I'm pretty much a part of the marketing team. Okay, yes. so I brought up last week or the week before how my dad calls me out of the blue and says, hey, so I was at work and some guy notices my name tag and says, oh, is this your son Dan? And he says, yeah. And he goes, I, I listen to Back Chat. So this is, this is Ben. Fletcher. Yeah, and, and we know this is legit because he named the the place, like the, the suburb, yeah, and the, it's, it's like not just that claiming. was me. It's not, it's like, well, not like Al-Qaeda just like <laughs> claiming stuff. Um, <laughs> there was anything wrong with that. Yeah, there is. Um, your, get, your first guest in the studio should be Quinton Lynch. Oh, the, how many, the big how many birds do you want to hit with one stone here, Ben? <laughs> Jesus. And get some more stories out of him. The likes of extracurricular activities in the bushes with Kerr. Anyway, I digress. <laughs> William. I, I know that story. Very good. <laughs> William, who do you think at your time at the Eagles was the best role player? With Hutchie departing, I reflected on his career and believe he was unbelievable. Uh, he was an unbelievable role player who often went underrated in the media. Keen to hear your thoughts. No questions for you, Dan. <laughs> well, that's fine. <laughs> uh, look, I couldn't have loved that. I'm glad we led with that because I could not have loved that more. It, it was a nice greeting. It had a nice segue. It had a good question for me. Bit and he also addressed the fact that he doesn't want to hear a thing from you, Dan. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You've ticked every box, Ben. Um, role players. Ah, oh, jeez. I, I probably reflect... I'm just going to go with Backman because I don't care about the midfield or forward. Eric McKenzie... They're not role players. No, correct. They're, they're, they're money-hungry pigs. <laughs> That's what they are. Uh, Eric McKenzie... Is a role well was a role player and he turned himself into a best and fairest winner and, and uh, all Australian squad member um, and was was crippled by injury um, uh, did his knee uh, had bad foot injuries and never regained his past form that he had in the 2014 season when he won the best and fairest so he probably is right up there with role players he he was just this lockdown beast but he was an athletic um, fullback that could go with anyone and. 
Probably kept me out of a spot for probably 50 or 60 of my games I spent in the <laughs> waffle. But he was one of my best mates and, you know, still is a good mate of mine. Had twins, actually. Did um, he? Yeah. He's, oh, brutal. So he's... <laughs> commiserations, Eric. <laughs> um, he's second and third as well. So it was, like, he yeah. had his first and then, like, that's one the worst three, type of twins. Quick, yeah. Yeah, that, yeah. It's a shit show. Mm. Uh, anyway, that's mine, Eric McKenzie. Um, yep. I think I think Mark Hutchings... Uh, should go down as one of the best as well. I think his role in the grand final, but around that as well, I think at the time when he was really in his prime at tagging, um, he was the best in the business. And probably West Coast have, have really missed that type of player over the last couple of years. Hutchie's been on the list, but they haven't been playing him a lot. So He got a bit of a run towards the end of this season. Oh, a little bit. Very, he's very he's had injuries. They stopped tagging him. They, they stopped... Playing him as a tagger and played mm. him as a pure midfielder, which is what he was drafted as. But he really developed his craft where he was able to shut down the best midfielder. And and let's be honest, teams got a hold of West Coast in the midfield this year. So why wouldn't you have been playing him as a tagging midfielder? Throw it in. See what happens. I actually ran into Hutchie uh, during the week and, you know, he's still keen for an opportunity at AFL level. Mm. Um, so we're not talking about trade period, but someone pick him up. Get him back on a list. I feel like Hutchie might smell nice. Ooh. Like What's that? When he's just, you know, when he's showered and yeah, out he about, he, prob- he probably has good hygiene. He's single, so he looks after himself. He's looking to attract the ladies. <laughs> good luck, Mark. Um, all right, Mark. No one ever calls him Mark. <laughs> uh, Ryan Dallimore. G'day, Give gentlemen. <laughs> uh, g'day, gentlemen. Just thought I'd check the numbers on Will's alleged dominance over Ben Brown. That's Premiership winner Ben Brown. Here are Ben's numbers for all games you played against each other. Now, I love this, Ryan. Thank you for delving into this because you've claimed Ben Brown is your bunny for 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 the longest time. I've I've been Ben Brown's biggest fan since 2014. Yeah, he's only fan. Yeah, <laughs> come on. And uh, you've said you dominated. Well, yeah. Time. I mean, I'll finish off the email. It says I'm a big fan of Scully, but I'm not sure the numbers back up the story. Massive fan of the pod. Yep. So I pre- well, yeah, okay. Let's let's read the numbers. They're in an Excel spreadsheet, so he's gone through a bit of time here. Yep. Now, I would say from the outset, I love I'd love you to get a bit of a whack, you know, and and so on prove that all you've said about Ben Brown is wrong. Mm. But I will say this, numbers don't always tell the full story. I'll just preface it with that. All don't lie. It's true. Uh, 2015, round 10, Ben Brown scores three goals. In that same year, in the preliminary final, he scored one goal. So four goals on you in a season. Well, quite a lot. Just read the numbers, mate, and I'll reply. If he scored, if he scored 40 goals that season, that's 10 percent on you. Just read the numbers, mate. 2016, round 16, another four goals. That's a bag. Uh, If someone scores four goals in a game, that's that's one of their better games. Read. The numbers. 2017, round one. Only two, but still two. Uh, 2018, premiership year, round 19, he scores one. Um, 2019, round 19, he scores two. And in total, he scored 13 goals on you. Two Averaging 2.17 goals a game. Mm, that's quite a lot. Right. Well, yeah, maybe it is. If I've, a forward averaged 2.17 Goals a game for his career. Brilliant. I'll start with this. Ryan, I appreciate the work that's gone into this. I would Thank never you, I would never disregard anything like this, but seeing as though it's my podcast, I have the last right of reply. Yep. But Numbers would, don't lie. Yep. Yeah, the ball don't lie. I, I look, I love this, but I think you've been confused with when we play North Melbourne. One, I've been playing every one of these games. I'm not sure if I have. I'd, I would assume you have. Yep. I'll, let's assume I have. Okay. But two... 
the thing about back Here lines up. Here comes the excuses. Let's go. I would. Uh, uh, there is a stat. Champion data mm-hmm. um, has stats for when you're directly opposed to someone. When you're one on one matched up. Yep. How's that go? That's the stats we need to see. Not how many goals he's kicked in a game against West Coast because that's not that's not on me, right? I played on Jordan Degoe in the grand final. He kicked three goals. None on me. Don't, right. Don't, don't you put that down to me. He kicked two from the <laughs> midfield and he kicked one out of his ass while he was playing on Jeremy <laughs> McCoven in the goal square. None on me. Yep. None. Right? So if we do if we do Ryan's way of thinking, I'll just do one box and it's how many goals did Jordan Degoe kick on Will Schofield in the grand final? And it's three. But mm. it's not three. Because it wasn't on me. Yep. And Jordan Degoe is still in my back pocket. I'm his father. He is my son. <laughs> He's never left there. Like, I absolutely owned him. Couldn't have owned him more in a grand final. Yep. No one's ever been owned any more than <laughs> me purchasing Jordan Degoe. And I'll, I've still owned him. Yep. Okay. Right? Mm-hmm. These numbers are lying to you. <laughs> okay. And I would like to see some champion data stats with, with one-on-one contests. And when I'm actually matched up on Ben Brown. And then, you know, if that's still at 2.17 goals a game, I'll dip my hat to Ryan and say, thanks for your contribution, Ryan. You can take my seat on the podcast. Because, you know what, Ryan? You're incorrect. Is champion data available to the public? No, but we're lucky I've got a few contacts at the West Coast Eagles. I will get to work (laughs) and I'll get these stats within the next three to six months. (laughs) (laughs) I'll get something back to you, but... Again, Ryan, we appreciate it. Yeah, I, I do actually appreciate the work. And Ryan, feel free to be our stats man. Yeah. Anything we talk about, you, you want to delve a, into the stats? You can go be for a it. stats man. Stats man. Stats man. Stats man. Stats man. Ness G. Uh, Ness G. Hey boys, loving your work. Let's I'm just say she. Ness G is an OG. Okay, yeah, like a genuine OG. Ness OG. The first merch ever made for Backchat was made by Ness G. I Huge. still have them, Ness. I still have the cups you made. We appreciate it. Cups? Can I have one? No. Okay. I, I'm uh, glad you picked up the S, though. It's plural. And you cannot have them. <laughs> uh, I know the last two years with COVID have made it challenging, but as a club, do you think West Coast does enough to give back to its fans, i.e. events to meet players and B, Scoey, as a player, did you enjoy doing these types of appearances, such as hanging out and <laughs> IGA or HJs? <laughs> Um, oh. Talk to me about player appearances, because oh, this is a good good email. Because I've I've helped organise these in past jobs for players, oh, yeah. and you feel bad asking. I'm you so can't sorry. Can't you man. say what your past job was? You're not allowed to say. Oh, what when was. I used to work at the Wildcats, you, were, you worked at the Perth Wildcats. Yeah, wow. Championship year. Wow. Um, actually, speaking of Perth Wildcats, okay. So the way the uh, Perth Wildcats work, um, and I don't know how M- other NBL clubs do it, but if they win the championship. Every person in the staff gets a ring. No. Championship ring. So 20, what year was it? 2018 maybe? They, I don't know. You were working there. Yeah, I can't remember. Um, championship season um, is the big one when um, CJ, uh, what's his name? Homicide Williams counted out the Perth Wildcats, said they can't win, two imports, that whole shtick. Yeah, great. Um, you ca- yeah, keep going. So worked for them that season. I was working for the Perth Lynx as well as Perth Wildcats. I went to the I went to Melbourne with the team won the when they won the grand final, flew back, yeah. night at Crown. You're the you reason you're the reason they won, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um championship rings, right, all round for the staff. But about a month to six weeks after the season finished, I left. I left the club. Uh. Said I'm gone. Uh. But I never got a ring. 
Did everyone else at the time? Everyone else, yeah. Everyone else got one. When did you get? When did they get them? After, after I was gone, but if you promise something to your staff, it doesn't matter whether wow. I was there or not. I, just, I feel like I was robbed of a, of, a ring, of a championship ring. Back chat on the case here. You need your premiership ring. You cut the you cut the net down. I, I did. Said, yeah, you yeah. Cut the net down. I was in. I was at the Melbourne Stadium. I, I climbed up a ladder, cut part of the net down. I've got you, a piece of it. Why were you cutting it down? Because how does that work? The whole like everyone. I know, that, I know, I know cutting the net down's tradition. But yeah, yeah. Why everyone, you? everyone that went over there, CEO, staff, yeah. t- players, we all just got a bit of the ring. I got a bit of nylon at home from the from oh, the you um, chopped it up. Yeah, I yeah, saw so you like on someone's shoulders, like chopping. No, I was up on a ladder. I wasn't. I was on. <laughs> I was up a ladder. I cut cut a bit of the nylon off and kept a piece. So we all kept a piece. Right. Um, What have you done with that? It's pretty special. I think it's sitting in a container somewhere at home. Um, Player appearances. Yeah, player appearances. For the Perth Wildcats. Yeah, you you were saying in your experience. No, just like I've been around when you go, oh, hey, I'm so sorry. You've got to go down to this place and hang out. Yeah. Like it. You don't want to have to ask to do it. All right. So, uh, I mean, yeah, okay, we'll go part B. So, as a player, did you enjoy doing these type of appearances? Um, look, probably towards the back end, I actually enjoyed them more. As probably, really? Yeah, probably from 18 to 24, 25. Um, I don't know. I just felt like potentially the interactions weren't really that wholesome. Like, like what are you actually doing there? Yep. For instance. Photos. For instance, right, I had one of the world's <laughs> like worst player appearances. Yeah, <laughs> IGA came on as a big sponsor of the club, right, and they started getting guys to go to local IGAs. <laughs> no one wants to go <laughs> as there. an appearance. Yeah, like I'll, I'll talk you through what I walked into. So, yeah. leadable IGA, right? the twenty-four hour one, my local. Yeah, and yeah. it's the best one around. And and, and, and yeah. so it came across the board. Leadable IGA. Anyone can go. Yeah, that's me. I live around the corner. Yes, I'm there all the time. Yep. So I've walked in. I know a lot of the staff. They see me there. I do my shopping there. I get dinners there. Hang on, hang on. I'm in, what? You do your shopping at Leadville IGA. Is that okay? That's what rich people do. No, no, no. As in like, uh, okay, so do I need to explain my shopping regime? Yeah, a little bit? No, I just need to, so I just, I need to, make, sure, I need to make sure we do you're online. not walking through Leadville IGA with a trolley no, no, and filling no, up. No, okay. okay. We do uh, online shopping for all our bulk stuff. Yeah, but yeah, when yeah. we need stuff... Go to IGA. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, that's fine. Is it okay with you? That's okay. Perfect. (laughs) Can I continue? (laughs) Yes, you may. So I walk in, right? But I'm every other time I'm in casual clothes. Yeah. This time I'm doing the real scoey no no and I'm in a West Coast polo shirt. Yeah, good. And and people looking at me like, you know, I've seen you here in a casual, like, are you just coming home from work? Like, why are you wearing the. Yeah, because you play around the corner. You're a a big supporter or what's going on here? I walk in and the fruit and veg. the fruit and the veg area is right in front of you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know it. And it's like to the left. It's stacked up. Like they're they're they're, they're packing some serious produce in mm-hmm. Leadville IGA. Well, they've got a single fold out um, <laughs> plastic table, <laughs> yes. plastic chair, yeah. and they've put it in between <laughs> the bananas, the pumpkins. <laughs> The apples and the lemons. And I'm sitting in the middle of the fruit and veg aisle. Are you solo or are you with a player? I'm by myself. What? Okay. I've yep. got posters and I am literally like it goes fruit, veg, fruit, veg, table of scoey, fruit, veg, fruit, veg. Like people <laughs> are, like can't get past me to get the bananas. <laughs> Excuse me, sir. Could you pass me the orange? <laughs> I would have had, I reckon I would have had four people ask for a signature <laughs> in an hour. Oh. People, people were just 
honestly talking to me more, like, can you pass me a bunch of bananas from <laughs> what are you doing here? Like, why oh, are you sitting in the middle good. of the fruit and veg? Yep. So, yeah, I mean, that's just a, probably a good example of, of, of potentially how bad these can be. Mm. I think a, a good way to do it, so go back to part A of this question, It, you know, um, how does the club you know, give back to fans? I think the best way to do it is to probably have more intimate, insightful interactions if possible. Yep. Doing a big, you know, sitting in a supermarket – Hoping that you're going to hit a bunch of people like that's not insightful. Like people are trying, to, people are trying to buy their fruit and veg. They don't want to talk to people. Are dipping in and out of IGA. I mean, so they don't any, want to hang out. Doesn't make any sense. Like why are you doing that? I would say that it probably was a I reflection can, of I can, my <laughs> stardom. Yeah, send Will to IGA. No, it's more like the club. The club's going like, oh man, we got to send Will to IGA. But IGA have paid big money to be a sponsor. Like you will give us players. Yeah, so whose fault is that? Is it's that I, IGA's. Like who's come up with the idea to it's put no the player one's in the fault. future? Oh no, it's someone's fault because <laughs> I was the one who had to sit in the fucking IGA <laughs> like an idiot. It's someone's fault. It's not no one's fault. No, it's not no one's fault, but it's just it's just a bad business decision. Mm. It's IGA going. We have got to get our money's worth of our sponsorship. So you, better I would get rather. I would honestly rather work the checkout. I'd, that'd be that'd, that'd be, be brilliant. No, that'd be good. You talk. How's your day been? <laughs> no, it's a box of condoms. Like oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> That's good. Would you, you know, like this in a different bag? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, would you like your steak in a different bag? Yeah. Yep. But uh, I know I'll probably check out, mate. I don't have to explain to me. Come on, mate. You've never had a job. Ben King's back. Ben King, Max's brother. He's back. Hi, Ben. Um, have you heard the way Oscar Allen pronounces the word new? No, I haven't. Have you? I haven't. Maybe It's either going to be new or new. Like, uh, how else do you do it? I think it's... Should we call him? It, Can you just call him now? Yeah. No, I can't. Okay. But um, he's a guest. He's a guest option. He's low on it, but he's a guest option. <laughs> um, also, speaking of Ben King, we actually have a club, like all the Ben Kings. No. There's a C-level actor, a cyclist, an AFL player, me, a researcher, some other guys, and <laughs> one former Ben King who oh, who died in a snow skiing accident in Michigan. Right. Rest in peace. Oh, sorry, Ben King. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> That's the end of the email. <laughs> Um, he just wants to know about Oscar Allen saying you. Uh, we'll have to investigate. Right, we'll investigate. We'll get some audio. Okay, we'll get some audio, Charlie, if you're listening. Uh, now, before we move on, have you ever been invited into a group of like Dan Cons around like a Facebook group? Um, <laughs> it happened to me. No. It happened to me once. No, Dan Daniel Const is not a name. Like I'm, I'm probably the only. I one. guarantee people have Dan, Daniel Const. So. Facebook, like this happened 10 years ago. I just got on one night and mm. I'd been invited to this uh, Facebook Messenger group and there was like 50 Will Schofield. <laughs> That's great. And it was really funny, like from everywhere, Ireland and Scotland and yep. Ger- like there was Germans in there and American guys in there. And then like it went on for like a year. People were, people were really nice to start with and then there was like there was a, a feud between like an American and a German guy. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh-huh. but. It was really strange, like seeing yeah. people with Will Schofield. Um, yeah. yeah. Anyway, I claim to be the most famous Will Schofield in that group. Probably, I'd be the most famous uh, Daniel Cons. If there's any more uh, Daniel Cons listening to us on the podcast, that'd be great. Uh, Lavinia Florison, uh, you've been good to us on. You send that we read it, Lavinia. You have been. Hey, Dan, Charlie, and Will. I hope you are well. Good luck, Dan. Here we go. <laughs> a long one. I was wondering what your opinions are of Brendan Archie and Braden Ainsworth being delisted slash not offered contracts. Archie is obviously a great player, but just struggled a bit with injury and not cracking into the team. Seems a bit rough. 
Um, and the next bit, I know many people, including myself, feel that Bubba has a lot of potential and will be a great player if he just gets a bit of a run in the senior side and gets a bit of experience. I feel like we've lost a potential star there, and Oscar always says that Bubba is the hardest-working player he knows. Do you think they'll get picked up by other teams? I hope you can read this, Dan. If not, might have to pass the job to Charlie. Sorry for the long email, Liv. Well, you nailed it. Nailed it. It could have been the first email you've ever not stuffed up. in. Maybe because there was a future of not reading emails at risk of yeah. giving this over to Charlie. Well... Okay, um, so Brendan Archie, Braden Ainsworth. Good to unpack. Uh, Brendan Archie, let's start with him. I mean, I thought he had his uh, best year in 2020. Um, he was then moved onto the rookie list. He was re- rewarded for his best year in the AFL in about nine years on a list um, with a demotion to the rookie list. thought that was disappointing from the club. Clearly they had list management issues that they needed to shift some of his salary away from the main group and... Pay him less, but, you know, generally if you perform your role for something, um, footy or otherwise, and you do something well, you probably should be rewarded. So probably didn't help him with that that way. And then he, he hasn't had the year he would have liked this year, but I think he probably, you know, just probably struggled from a mental point of view when you go and do something to the best of your ability and you do it well and then you don't get rewarded. It's probably difficult to mm. continue performing. That's my opinion on Brendan Archer. I think he's a superstar um, on the field, off the field, one of the best blokes I've played with. He's a terrific guy, got a great family. Um, disappointed to see him not get another chance on the Eagles list. Will he get another chance? Uh, I don't know exactly how old he, how, how old he is. If, if any year um, there's going to be a year that people are picked up as a mature age draftee, it'll be this year. Um, footy clubs have got not enough resources Um I think they'll find it difficult to bring an 18-year-old into the club and then develop them. He's 27. 27's just probably over that mid, mid-range mid pickup. If it was 26, he'd be more likely 27. Look, I think he could still play at an AFL standard. I think he's a good player. Braden Ainsworth, nicknamed Bubba. You were reading Bubba like, who the hell is Bubba? Bubba's Braden Ainsworth is his nickname. Look, he, he started with a real bang and he, and he, was, he was really killing it. Came into the AFL side off the back of a really strong period of form in the waffle and um, looked like he was a player, but he had some issues, I believe, with his ball drop and it and it kind of um, culminated in him getting his surgery on his finger and it really issued, uh, sorry, it really um, altered the way he dropped the footy and he spent, I feel like he spent a preseason trying to learn how to drop the footy again to kick and so right. he, he lost distance on his kick became more inconsistent and I think mentally he focused so much on on the ball drop and a fundamental of footy that when you get to AFL level you shouldn't really be focusing on fundamentals in my opinion don't have time to think about it nah like but you don't get onto an AFL list to build your fundamentals unless you're like mm. from like one of the Irish kids that hasn't played the game before like Bubba would have been playing footy for a long time before he got to West Coast just let him play and so I think he probably got stuffed around a bit by that old debacle and Finds himself off a list. Yes, I think he's a good player. Um, can he play AFL again? Yes. Will he? Don't know. But I hope he does. He's a good man, Bubba. Sounds a bit like Ben Simmons and his jump shot. Yeah. Because I mean, he's, he's just paid less. But yeah. Yeah. Well, no, in, in regards to having to break down the fundamentals of how you shoot. and Why have they done that? Well, because he's been so hesitant. It's been widely known he can't shoot long range. Maybe that's his brain. And so now they've started to try to break down his shot. 
from the beginning, redo it. But um, it's mental. Uh, yeah. Surely it's mental. You Partly, don't get, yeah, you don't, so, so, you so. don't get to that standard, AFL, NBA, because you, I don't know, like, and then need to work on an I absolute I fundamental. Don't re- I don't like regime fundamentals like that. It doesn't mm. make much sense to me. Um, this is from Dale. G'day Dan. G'day Dan. There's no Will, no Charlie on that. Uh, prior to being a podcast legend, <clears throat> you would have had preconceived thoughts on athletes slash footballers, I'm assuming. Has working with Will changed your ideas about athletes and will it change how you write or talk about sport in general? Have I had that much of an impact on your life that I've changed your absolute outlook My outlook on, on sport. It doesn't um, help that your previous job you work with athletes. I don't think. Yeah, no. Um, preconceived thoughts on athletes. I quick, very quickly um, was able to feel like athletes are just every other person, especially when you interview them and you can't you can't go in fanboying. Like as part of your job, you can't be like, oh my gosh, that's such and such. Mm. Happened one time when I was interviewing Dirk Nowitzki and he was fresh out of the shower and some of his water droplets um, dropped on me. And I was what? like, this is... When did you do that? When I went to America and went into the locker rooms after a game because I was I was um, who are you working for Mavs Moneyball, so Dallas Mavericks. Um, the hell do I not know this? <laughs> and so when I've w- been talking about myself the last twenty weeks, it's way <laughs> so, more interesting. So when I when I went over to the states to study, I spent the first few weeks um, in Dallas, and part of that process was me going over there and being interviewing Dirk Nowitzki, credentialed and going to the games and stuff like that, um, and. That was, um, but then you know you just like you got to treat them like other people because I feel like, and you probably would be able to back this up. If there's someone going like, fa- if there's someone fanboying, it turns you off. Like you don't want to have a good conversation and give them good answers if you feel like, what does it feel like to play a game that you'd like to play? Like <laughs> I don't know what would you well, you well, have a you'd well, have a well, view on there's that. There's two well, there's two elements. There's fanboying, which is one extreme, and then there's just like the journalist, like the general coverage that they keep talking about. Like they're the two things that you just don't want as a player. What players want, which is what we're building on back chat, is like just to talk and be able to give a platform to actually be honest and not cut down and not fucked around like post, like not not made to look like a dickhead. Yep. Really. Like that's all you look just like a normal person. So that's the vibe I think you're getting. Mm. And uh, has working with Will changed your ideas about athletes? Um Probably just reinstate. Don't be a, don't be an <laughs> asshole. No, you know, like um, one time um, we were at, we were having a beer. Actually, I was having some I was having some beers with some couple of friends, mm. and then you came. Yeah. You just came on, and they were like, "Well, Will's just normal." Yeah. And I was like, "Yeah, yeah. Will's just a normal guy." What did you expect me to like? Come on and like roll the red carpet out for myself and be like, yeah. "Hello, fellas, I'm Will Schofield." Most commonly known from Backchat 2.0. I think you did um, talk about 2018 at like once you know, introduced yourself. We'll go for the project. played every minute on the ground. Did I? And uh, something like that. No, it's. Um, I think most people just want to be treated like normal. That would be a common way to treat people like like a normal human being. Yeah, but athletes, people put them up on a pedestal. Let's All right. be honest. I think we've got like pretty decent podcast out here. I think it's been quite interesting if you're asking me. <laughs> I wasn't, but I'm glad your take is there so that we can, um, you know, if people weren't happy with that episode, at least they know at the end. We Look, thought it was there's good. a couple of things I wanted to follow up on right at the end here. Um, my Twitter follow account. Oh, yeah, how did you go with that? Yeah, look, I've been getting steady stream of followers, so I feel like I'm getting the message out there. 9,819, so I've gone up another 40 this week. Okay. It's a very, I've got to be honest, it's a very slow climb to the top. Look, I'm going to be honest as well with you. Twitter 
regular people don't use Twitter. I don't know, I'm not trying to, I don't know, but what does that mean? I'm saying like, it's not like, um, it's, it's not, not like, like ins- it's not like Instagram where everyone's on it. So right. if you're on Instagram, yeah, I'll follow Will. Sure. Twitter, you, you know, one in 10 people using it. So your follow I'm not asking well. for that. Like if, if you have a Twitter account, follow me. I'd like to get to 10,000 followers. I'm not far off. I'm 180 off. That's, yeah, all, true. I'm, that's all I'm saying. 181. You, you've got 181? No, no, you're oh. 181 off. Yeah. What, what are you on? Um, I'm on. Had any new followers? Pardon? Have you had any new followers? Yeah, but I get I get new followers all the time. Um, I'm <laughs> on six ninety five. I think that's quite good for for someone of your ilk. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's um. You know what you need to start doing is just DMing people and go, "Hey, can nah, you please follow me?" Nah, we don't do that. <laughs> um, I d- I did want to give a quick shout out to our Patreon listeners, and our Patreon members, our p- patrons. Mm. Um, I just wanted to say thank you, and yeah. we do appreciate your support. You are helping build a, be- a better back chat. <laughs> this isn't World Vision. You're not sponsoring a child in America, in oh, Africa. No. But but what? I'm just saying. We appreciate it. Yep. We do. We do actually appreciate it. Um, you're helping us put some stuff together behind the scenes that we're going to build something pretty special for you guys. Uh, like I said, we're moving things to interviews. Get onto our Instagram. Um, you can jump on. Dan's going to have a nice post up for us. I might even jump on there as well. Backchat underscore podcast. You can tweet. You can tweet me over at Will Schofield. That's on Twitter. Or what's you can what's your actual handle? Will Schofield. Oh, nice. I, don't, I need to stuff around, man. Mine's Dan underscore Con. Stuff with an underscore in it. Ah! That hurts me so much. Um, you can tweet the show, backchat underscore pod. You can jump on Reddit, r slash backchat podcast. Or you can email us, hello at backchatpodcast.com.au. Jump on the website, backchatpodcast.com.au. That's about all. We love your Patreons. You, 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 you've been amazing. Mm. You really have. We love you. We're building something special. Get onto those socials. Tell us who you want us to interview because we're going to do it. Actually, before we finish, now, Will, I know you're wrapping up there. You're, you're doing the wrap-up tone. Yeah, and I this is usually where I would start to fade in the music. However, right before we started recording, we talked about how it'd be great if people shared our podcast. You know, yeah. we have a we have a very loyal listenership, yeah. and we love it. Yeah, but we'd like to grow it. Yeah, with the amount of people we have, if everyone just told one friend, right? Okay, or got a friend to subscribe, what we would what would I suggested to you? And you were <laughs> quite apprehensive about this, but I think I'm going to get you over the line here. Okay, if you can send us an email, right, or a screenshot, yeah. uh, sorry, a screenshot on Instagram, whatever. Okay, of you getting a mate. To subscribe to the podcast. Is that what we want? We want subscribers. We want subscribers and then it comes up in their feed. Or just just, okay. just that you've shared it with okay. someone, right? Okay. You and I are going to get a photo. We'll take a photo together. Okay. We'll make photocopies of it. Okay. And we'll we'll send out autographed <laughs> photos. Oh, like, mer- like, like fan. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So you send us a screenshot where you've subbed a friend or, uh, sorry, you've got a friend to subscribe to the podcast or you've said, hey, mate, listen to the back chat. Here's the link. And they go, great. I'll listen to it. Send us some proof. You'll get a photo, mostly of me. We will be in the background. <laughs> Auto- and we're, gonna, we're actually going to autograph it. We can sit there and do some autographs. Do you have an autograph? Honestly. It changes every single time. Every time I have to sign a document, it changes. Oh, okay. So if you want to be involved in Dan's uh, little <laughs> journey of finding an autograph. You have a one-off one of a kind autograph of mine because it changes. Good. I like it. Yep. Okay. So tell a friend. Have a listen. If you like what we're doing, tell a friend. If you don't, probably don't tell anyone. Well, no, you can still tell them. Oh. <laughs> Just say, listen. Listen to this piece of shit. <laughs>
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much. But when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you.